Hi, I'm Tay. And I'm Emily. And this is Raised on Reality. A comedy rewatch podcast where two friends talk and snark. Mostly snark. About the reality shows that raised us. This is 16 Kids and Moving In. Something to just like start off the conversation so we're not just jumping into it. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Or um, I guess like a big topic of conversation right now currently mm-hmm. is the cell phone. Yeah. The cell phone and was Anna complicit or she, was she was. Yeah. She talked to him on the phone, but he got it. He rented it out for like from an inmate that had it. Yeah. Um, did you see? I'm not going to name who it is. I'll edit it out. Yeah. It was like today or yesterday where it's like Josh is um, in love with a transgender, which is fine. Like, I'm not, that's not anything, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just so bizarre. I for love him. It so I love it so much. But yeah, what's, what's, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with it is that he, he's married. Is, he's married, but like to Anna. Yeah. Yeah. And has been so adamant about how he hates those people. Exactly. It's so hypocritical. They are using our bathrooms. I actually haven't listened to Michelle's voicemail in a while. Remember her robocall? Yes. I haven't listened to that in a couple years. But basically, you know, it was these predators are using the bathrooms. Yeah, they're they're the predators. I feel like I could do a really good Michelle voice since I can't actually talk with my normal voice. I have to like. Oh, when I have a cold, I I can sound just like her. Otherwise, I'm like fucking Abby Lee Miller over here. (laughs) Like Chloe. And when Abby actually does have a cold and then it's like a million times worse. Oh my God. (laughs) She does. When she's crying too. It's just like horrendous. (gasps) Yes. Oh my God. I want to watch it now. Like I need to watch Old Dance Mom now. I know. Oh, oh yeah, I we said watched. we possibly could um, cover that. Yeah, that'd be really fun, actually. Over Christmas break, I binge watch like the first four seasons. Yeah, every like so it's couple, still fresh in my mind. Yeah, every few years, like once in a while, I'll go back because I think it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's still like all on Lifetime, really act like mm-hmm. really accessible. I know it's a lot of it is scripted. It uh, is, but it's also a like a lot of it is edited. Which Chloe on like her channels and everything does talk about how edited it really was. Yeah, but we but I think it's like the stuff that's edited is just like the real stuff. Yeah, but like, like it's she, still. She says the reason she left is because Abby, like during that last fight, like they edited this out. But Abby was making fun of Chloe's eye. Mm-hmm. I thought I remembered that. I thought they kept it in, or they kept I lo- something. I look like back that. at like Chloe's final episode, like right before she left, and they just ed- they put in an- a clip from a previous fight where Abby was like, "Your daughter's washed up," and then slams mm-hmm. the door. But Chloe was like, "No, what she actually said instead of your daughter's washed up, she was making fun of her eye." I um, feel like I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's awful. Well, I think Abby got what she deserved. <laughs> and hopefully Josh will and is too. Yes. Not I mean, here we are comparing Josh and Abby Lee Miller. I know, but there's so many parallels. There are. And 
Also thought it was hilarious on Friday night, my mom texted me and was like, I heard that Josh's sentence got extended for being bad in jail. And mm-hmm. I just find it hilarious that like um, when people send things like that to me, when, when I've already known about it for weeks, it's like, okay, I, I'm the problem. I get it. Right. But it's also so funny to me anytime she mentioned something like that, because she would like make fun of me. So not make fun, but be like, I just don't know why you watch those people. Like you are right. way too obsessed. You really need to stop. Like or the- they're horrible. I can't stand them. I can't watch. I can't pay attention to them. I can't watch them at all. Yeah. And then two seconds later, she'll be like, did you hear? Yeah. Joanna's wearing pants now. Mm-hmm. I know it's like they judge you, but then it's like they want to relate. So then they'll try and like bring it up. See, I think, I think my mom is, yeah, I think my mom is just as obsessed as I am because how would you know that? How would you know about Josh's extended sentence if you weren't actively trying to seek that out? But it is so wild that it not only was extended for like 10 days, but then it got extended to October. Mm -hmm. He lost all of his good time. And it was interesting too, that he got fired from both his jobs. Not only did he have the cell phone, we always like, that's like, that's how far into this we are that we've already forgotten that he got fired from his mm-hmm. prison job. Mm-hmm. Like that's already news of the past. And he's only been in there for like, what, like eight months. Wow. has been that long. <sighs> he's really, really making the most out of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Doing every single wrong thing. And it's really entertaining to see. It's amazing. Did you watch Orange is the New Black? No, I watched. Oh, no, I really just didn't. I was going to say, I watched the first episode, but I don't even think I did finish it. And that was like when it came out. So no, I have not. It was so good. It actually taught me a lot about like life inside prison because it's it's very interesting how things work and how the guards really are and the relationships that form inside prison. It's so like different than the like prison world is very different than it real is. relationships because- it's a different breed of people plus their whole life is so different like they're they're cooped up in this place and they know that they're going to be there together for a long time and they can't escape that there's no way out and they all have their different addictions or past Mm -hmm. traumas and it's so interesting a couple weeks ago my one of the podcasts I listened to is um her name's Liz Bentley and she covered the show Born Behind Bars and it was oh, like yeah, the there's like one prison I think in Indiana it's a women's prison mm-hmm. that has like a full um program for women who have babies while mm-hmm. they're in prison and that they can um keep their babies in prison if they have good behavior and like you have to have a specific um time period sentence mm-hmm I can't think of the right words to say it, but like you have your sentence has to be a specific um, length. But um, that was really interesting. It's on Hulu. I need to finish it Mm -hmm. because the podcast was great. And then I was like, oh, I got to watch it. Um, Yeah. And then I just couldn't, I forgot about it. (laughs) But it is, it's so interesting to see like, you know, how even if you're doing good things, if you're like the one that, uh, or if you're behaving, if you're the one that like, the rest of the prisoners for some reason don't like but they have favor you know or you can get bad consequences for no reason or for, for sure. reasons but it's very interesting to see the the politics 
Yeah, like they frame each other a lot. Like you can be in the wrong place in the wrong time very easily. Like still still behaving, but it's just like the smallest thing can really put you off course. However, a cell phone is not a very small thing. No. No. It blows my mind that he had it out in the open sitting there on his bed. What do you think Anna, what was her reaction when he called her? She was probably happy and he apparently was was like, like keep your mouth shut because I'm not supposed to have this phone or something. And she right. she was probably just so happy to hear from him. She was like, oh, okay, okay. Like, do you, do you think you'll you'll have this all the time? We can talk more often. We can talk to each other a lot because I mean, she but she's it, not talking to anyone else other than her kids. True. And I wonder if she's so, no offense, because you have to imagine when you get a call, it says you're getting a call from this inmate. So yeah. to get a call from someone or from an inmate that doesn't say that, you would think she'd be like, um, why are you calling me? And maybe he texted her. Yeah, maybe he probably texted her and was like, it's Josh, like going to call you or something. Yeah. So I wonder if she'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Get off this phone. Or if she's like, oh my God, you're so smart. Probably. We're going to get through this. Like, probably this is the so latter. Great unfortunately but it's also like it's so interesting to think about also kind of ironic to go back and think about the prison ministering that her family did in in Florida yes and she grew up around that yeah she grew up her and Josh did it together Mm -hmm. when they would go visit and he would sit there although he didn't do too much I honestly will give them that they were not I mean it was not wonderful but it wasn't terrible what you know they were just going and talking to women who wanted to hear positive stuff like that that they were gonna say so it was fine but it's just so ironic it's I think it's so funny it is really funny Ginger did that too for a little while but now well yeah she's well it's like yeah I'm gonna do prison ministry is not there no well and I can't imagine how all of this in the past like 10 years has come up and like I can't imagine how much trauma it's kind of drummed up with all the girls or all the older girls so I can see where Ginger would be like I can't even look at you know like think about going to a prison because if he even if he's not there somebody else is going to be there Mm -hmm. so that's just wild So I can understand why she wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Let me get my notes out. But this one was really short. Yeah. It was a lot of Josh repeating himself. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of everybody repeating themselves. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was like one of those things where it's like, I think we definitely could have done one and two together the first two absolutely or we should have done this one last week like along with the last one because they were kind of simultaneously done yeah yeah this one had its moments though of yeah things that really need to be snarked it no it definitely had (laughs) um, many moments however I was just someone I like I mean like we didn't have to hear how Jim Bob and Michelle met for the 17th time Mm -mm. um but other than that 
and like some of the b-roll which is like the background or like what they play during a narration mm-hmm. um they, a lot of that was reused they go to aldi again uh-huh i mean it's honestly i won't i will not fault them for that because i find that very interesting and yeah. i can see where people always <laughs> need to be reminded because i mean like if you're not for nothing that's one thing that will always kind of be interesting people are always going to be interested to know you know how much groceries are yeah that is true Okay, so my first note was, it's so weird to hear their, like, kid lineup from the youngest to the oldest, because I'm so used to, like, Josh, Jana, John, David, Jill. Right. It's just, like, so disorienting (laughs) having it, like, having them go from the youngest to the oldest. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I could even list them from youngest to oldest. I still would have to go backwards. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is, I think, the first time we hear Michelle do the children are like flowers. Having you too many have... children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it, like you can saying... never have too many flowers. There are too many flowers. However, too many of anything is a bad thing. Yes. Michelle. And that's a really dumb analogy. And also, it's just dumb in general because <laughs> so they are not dumb. like flowers. They require so much more attention. Mm-hmm. And, and money. There are too many children, and you have that. And those, <laughs> and those flowers are going to grow up and continuously like need things and mm-hmm. carry trauma from you. Like exactly, it's crazy. She really took that and ran with it. She um, lives by that. Yeah, and so um, while they're in, like talking, you know, in the beginning, like talking about the family and. Um, just kind of giving the rundown still maybe talking about when when Jim Bob and Michelle were younger and when they met <clears throat> while they were talking about that they were mini golfing and that just gave me immediate war flashbacks oh my gosh I wrote that exact same thing down I said I had two thoughts when they were mini golfing one PTSD from you all know which moment mm-hmm. you all know what it is yep I even have to say it mm-hmm. and two I would hate to be stuck behind this family on a mini golf course. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. I hate getting stuck behind families with two children on a mini golf course. Can you imagine? No. Like, oh, we got behind the Duggars again. Like, oh my God. I didn't even know. I did not even think about that. That would be so fucking annoying. Right? So the mini golfing was horrendous (laughs) to see. While it was cute. To actually see them doing something with their kids and like looking like they're actually semi-bonding with them. Yeah. You can't come back from the humping at the golf course. <laughs> you just can't come back from that. You can't. Or, it's ingrained in all of our minds. Mm-hmm. Or oh. when I say you, I mean me. Never going to think about mini golf the same. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have said PTSD because that might offend people. No, it's PTSD. First of all, I understand how you would say, you know, you'd hate to be behind them, but mini golf is either there's everybody's there or it's completely empty. True. I feel like the last few times I've been, there's been a lot of people there and getting stuck behind that one family where there's too many flowers. Yeah, too many flowers. (laughs) And people, I mean, Although this family, like, at least their kids are under control. I'll give them that. Right. At least they, like, know how to handle their kids. Well, yeah. for now, 
at For this now. point they did. Or the the buddies are handling their younger right. buddies. I will say there was a moment when Jim Bob was bent over. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> when Jim Bob <laughs> was like hunched over helping maybe Jackson, maybe Justin. Yeah. And it looked like he had ripped muscles for a second. He looked like he was jacked. And then I realized it was just his camel colored t-shirt or polo. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's just a wrinkle. You know, he almost looked decent for a second. Oh, hauling all those groceries might. Yeah. A muscle. Mm-hmm. Well, and holding babies for the last 20 years straight. True. Should do it too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. While they're golfing, there's like the voiceover and Jim Bob is like, we're so, we love them so much. And each one of them are thankful to be here also. And it's like, are they? Can we get a confirmation? Can we get a? a they're not allowed to say otherwise because they have right. to think pure thoughts and mm-hmm. always give a good report of others. So we wouldn't know. exactly. So then they go over because this is, this is 16 children moving in. So we go over to the house and at this point, it's still not done. It looks decent on the outside, but it's really still bare on the inside, like bare bones. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, as you said, Josh is narrating this. And if you can't listen to Josh, I'm very sorry. I mean, like, if you don't want to hear about him, that's why we're doing this, because so you don't have to listen to him. Exactly. Well, we did. So you did not. Yeah, I think we have prettier voices than Josh. So Definitely. Well, I don't, but you do. No, yeah, you you do too. I mean, not right now, but I don't I don't hear any any like you know how like when you have a cold, you always think that you sound worse than you than you actually do to people. I know I don't sound that normally, bad, but I also sound like I have to talk like four octaves down. No, uh, we sound normal Just to, to get me. It out. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know if but Jim Bob mentions we're so grateful to have twenty acres so that. The children can build a house near theirs, which mm-hmm. at the time I just like kind of blew over this comment and was like, oh, that's fair. That's really nice of him. But now I'm like, that's kind of controlling. It's controlling to the point where he never mentioned like, you know, in the future we can all like my kids will have space to maybe if they so choose to live close to us and to live close to their family and their siblings. Yeah. He did act like it was a choice. I think for the for the guys it was a choice well yeah but for the girls well it could be a choice for the girls right depending, not depending on the, but like Jana I mean after they're married of course they just go with their husband goes but Jana is moved out but she's still in the compound so it's like still under have we gotten a confirmation yeah they've they've like seen where her like her house or not house but like someone's found it yeah it's like right behind theirs on the compound but Jim Bob's saying that like you know like we'll have 20 acres so that the children can build a house Mm -hmm. near ours like it's kind of giving like I'm building a country and empire and literally that's exactly how it is like he thinks he's Noah from Noah's Ark and it's it's his job Mm -hmm. to repopulate planet earth that's exactly exactly what like Gothard IBLP everything is kind of about I believe that makes sense yeah and I can only imagine I know like at least the only married one that lives on the property as far as I'm concerned is Joe Mm -hmm. yeah he's like right next door Mm -hmm. yeah so Jana has a tiny house which okay is great sounds nice 
but does she have to like go inside to shower? Oh, that's a good question. And didn't one of them, I know one of them had like a tree house. Oh, well, they built that tree house and I think one of them is living in it. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's a different one. Well, then there's also the, there's the guest house where Josh and Anna lived after the first, one of the first scandals. I'm not even sure which one at this point. Oh, is that um, the, the shed? Yeah. Well, not oh. the shed. Yeah, maybe the shed. I always thought it was more, I thought it was closer to, actually, that's also where, remember when Ben moved in? Yeah. Ben. Benjamin. That was when they when they were still courting, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jim Bob was they like. They might have been engaged. Uh, okay. I, I mean, like, actually. You live nearby, knows? but you gotta, you gotta be in the shed. That was just so shitty, but whatever. It's it sort of him. like. You know how sometimes when kids have like a trust fund and they know about it and they kind of just expect like, I'll just, I'll just use my trust fund. I won't Mm -hmm. really do much of anything else except for expect. I like, I I wonder if they kind of felt that way with these houses. Like, uh, I don't, I don't really have to. You know, I'm not sure because. I think like once they grew up, I think they were like, yeah, I'm good at, I'm just going to move wherever, you know, my person, partner, husband, wife wants to go. I think they were pretty happy to get some space. Uh, Yeah, the girls were. Is John David's on the property? No, remember he was in the trailer park, which is fine. It was a cute little house. And I don't even know if they still live there. I need to, I'll do some digging, but yeah. But anyway, it's also 7,000 square feet, which is massive. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because we've realistically on the show only seen maybe, maybe five of the acres. Because I mean, and also that's probably just like bad land perception from the TV. You know, it looks small Mm -hmm. or big from, you know, actual size. Right. Because you've really only seen the front yard. And kind of on the sides, to my knowledge and memory, I can't remember them showing how far back the backyard goes because they really never spent time there except for like when they built like a basketball court or whatever. Yeah. And I know they have like a whole farm back there too. Like a lot of animals. That would make a lot of sense if that's where their whole garden and everything was. Yeah. And Jana's garden and greenhouse. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Okay. Um, oh, and they also are like, it's 20 acres, six miles out of the city. And I say city with quotations because <laughs> it was, I believe, Springdale, Arkansas, which is kind of, I mean, it is a city, but I would say it's more of a town because they were kind of around a couple different cities or towns. It was Springdale, Fayetteville. Tawny Town. Well, they lived in Tawny Town. Mm-hmm. I think that was their like small little area. I think like if it was like on their address and they, mm-hmm. they technically it's Tawny town, but yeah, there's like Springville, Fayetteville or not Springville, Springdale, Fayetteville, Rogers, Rogers, Bentonville. And why, you know what? I'm going to stop there because I sound ridiculous because <laughs> I shouldn't know this. <laughs> I just know they're Insane. in the middle of, they're in the middle of nowhere. They are, much. but by the, by now they're really not. Cause I think it's kind of developed a lot more. Duggar land mm-hmm. yeah it's its own it's its own city well Jim Bob tried he really tried to make that happen I wonder what he would have called it maybe uh, he probably put his name in there yeah also that he said like 
there's 20 acres and then every kid will have their own acre and it's like okay well there's you probably have already taken I would say at least three or four at this point maybe five so that would leave 15 acres and right now you're going on 16 kids and have more there and are planning to have more so I don't know why he thought 20 was enough for every kid to have their own acre yeah but not now no I mean unless they really only were on one acre but I don't think Um, I think they definitely had more Mm -hmm. it had to be more yeah but yeah then they start talking about how they came to have 16 children and Mm -hmm. they made producers do a shot of Michelle pretending to look over Jim Bob's shoulder to read a a blueprint of the house oh yeah and then Jim Bob's like we all I always left the number of children up to Michelle yet they both always say we leave the number of children we're gonna have up to God so right that's so true that was the first time I I was expecting him to be like I left the number of children up to God but he said Michelle was interesting so so what is the truth Jim Bob (laughs) well I I do I definitely think Michelle wanted that many I I don't think she I don't think she ever said this is too many because you know that would be like too many flowers and Yes, and apparently flowers are great. You can never have too many flowers. But it is interesting that she did want so many after growing up with, what, like seven siblings? Yeah. Yeah. You'd think that wasn't like super close with them. Right. So you would think she'd be like, I want it to be about me. Like most of, well, not her her kids, but I feel like usual, some fundies are like, let me out of here. I want it to be about me for a couple days just five seconds just let it not revolve around anything else right and then they also talk about so they talk about how it was harder to have just five kids instead of 16 kids and I'm like yeah no shit you didn't have any sister moms you didn't have any like kids to help you so yeah that would be pretty hard and because you had them so freaking fast it's kind of selfish it's like it is I had I had more so that, like, I, I turned my oldest kids into slaves to mm-hmm. take care of my younger ones, which is why I had my older ones in the first place. But having them younger was harder. Like, I don't know. It's kind of And it's just like, I wonder what number kid they were on that were like, okay, we can, I wonder which one it was like, we can wait a little bit and have the other ones grow up or we can just keep going because they just kept going. She just kept going. Because they're all very close in age. Yeah. And- the IBLP too is all about like what she teaches her daughters is that you have to be available to your husband. Joyfully available. Joyfully available at all times, which to her was probably like easy because she wanted that many children. She right. was almost like addicted to being pregnant. Uh, but I think she definitely was. She was addicted yeah. to the process and the attention possibly. Yeah. And I think she loved the attention of telling the nurses or whoever who was caring for her at the hospital, like, oh no, this is my 11th. This is my 15th. This Mm -hmm. is my 17th. Like, love that reaction. Oh yeah. And now, now, especially if they're getting like news reporter attention, love that too. Oh, you know, they do. Um, But I think, yeah, she just never got out of like most moms are like oh yeah I love the newborn phase but I'm done with it now like I want to move on and like right have them grow up and see their personality she never got out of she's you know, like, like oh, instead newborn. of saying I want yeah a newborn all right that one's a 
couple months old. I want a new newborn now. That is something that still makes me cringe is like Bundy women on these shows or whatever. It's always like when, let's say, Jessa had just had Henry or Jessa had just had a baby, but um, he was now he's like eight months old. But then she goes to meet her sister's newborn who's, you know, eight days old. And she's like, oh, I miss babies. I want to have a newborn. I'm like, bitch, you have an eight month old. Like you have an infant in your arms. That is a actual, that is a baby that needs to be taken care of. That is a baby. You don't need a baby because you have a baby. Right. It's like rude to the current baby. It's like, rude. Oh, it's awful. It's, it's like, mean. It's like, you're not brand new anymore. We don't, exactly. We don't like the you. novelty is worn off. Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, while they're saying this, they're like starting to cook a meal. Like while this is all being narrated, they're cooking a meal. And I'm just like, I just know that kitchen is 97 degrees with oh, all those people in there and all those pots and pans. Has to be. All the mm-hmm. foot traffic. Yes. Ugh. Like even just with like two people and a stove on, it gets hot. But like, I can't, well, that's just me. Like I need to be the only one in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I hosted Thanksgiving this year. Oh, yeah. And I was about to scream at everyone and kick them all out of the house by the time oh, it was ready. I could see that. I cannot imagine doing that every single day. Well, and then you just feel terrible because it's like they're sometimes they're just trying to help and they're just binding their business. But it's just like, I literally need like, you know, I need it's like a bubble, like a wingspan from here to here of just space or else I can't function. Yes, because I feel like even though they're not, I feel like they're like right over my shoulder hovering over. So yeah, they eat and then they go to their holy grail, Aldi. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Again, Aldi. <laughs> um, And she actually provided a somewhat of a list. She said <clears throat> 24 cans of milk, which Gross. kind of confused me, but I, I get it to a point where it's like sometimes you don't need it. You don't want it to expire, but maybe she also meant evaporated milk. Um, they might have been drinking straight evaporated milk. I'm sure they were. <laughs> no, who knows? Um, but then she also said a case of butter. And I think I counted, I don't know what if I counted 48 or like that's how much like sticks, like 48 sticks of butter, maybe. I don't know, but it just sounded like a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then she said, and all the frozen burritos they have, yeah. which is just kind of <laughs> rude. Like, I know you're really gonna clean them out, even though they're the grossest things ever. Like, I like bean burritos, but those are terrible because I know exactly the ones that I mean, they're probably like the only frozen burritos that people really make, but they're not that good. But I can see where that'd be like, oh, you're hungry, just make a burrito, right? Because bean burritos, especially filling for the kids, pop it Mm -hmm. in the microwave. Yeah, it's probably something easy that like a 10 year old can put in the microwave for 50 seconds. Mm hmm. Yeah. So they eat the children in the dark. They eat the children. Eat like, <laughs> they eat like college kids in a dorm room, basically. They really do. Well, it's like are they're getting vegetables, sure, but they're also getting no nutrients from them because it's canned vegetables. Mm-hmm. Which um, yeah, again, like is might be filling, but it's also drenched in like sodium and mm-hmm. and just watered out and watered yeah. down. At one point they show, I can't tell if it's Josh or John David, um, loading gallons of bleach onto the cart. <laughs> that was a little off-putting, just a little scary. 
But they only got three bottles of salad dressing, which I thought was kind of weird. But then I was like, I'm sure that was just for one meal. So they're just planning. One salad. Yeah, the one salad, which I think they ate after, like when they were just cooking. And they made like, they. I saw the table had like baby carrots and maybe some other like um, crudite. And then like a ton of corn, like four pounds of corn. Yeah. Um, and that reminded me of later when um, I think it was Jill was talking about how hard it was going from like cooking for 19 to cooking for just two. Oh, yeah. And they all went to the store together, the four girls for like a Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, yeah. And they found a family sized bag feast. of corn. Yeah, a harvest feast. Uh-huh. And they found a family sized bag of corn and like laughed hysterically that that tiny little bag was for a whole family. Right. Oh, my God. They would. I know. And then they get married and they're like, we're having beans and potatoes for dinner. And I'm like, just because you don't have to make as much doesn't mean you don't have to make anything good. Like, you can still make. <laughs> like actual meals you don't have to make beans and cornbread or whatever although that sounded really good I like beans I'm weird I really like beans I don't mind if it's like like soup or just like regular or refried I like all beans Uh, I don't like refried but I like black beans pinto beans Mm. refried with like cheese yeah yeah I know it's really good with like queso fresco and Mm. um yeah Oh, I was like, what is two Kodiak Crestwood for? But that's the, um, oh, I'm, I'm getting way too ahead of myself. So they only, I think he said in this trip, they only spent $637, which I was very shocked. Yeah. Yeah. They must like, I think that's got to be a record. Yeah. They must be clipping coupons. Mm-hmm. Like Mama June level. Yeah. Because there's no way. I no. Mean, in, unless that was for one meal. Like you but said. But like, that's Aldi. That's Aldi. So then they go and they show like the oldest computer, well, not the oldest computer, but did you hear that? Oh, did you hear that? No. My dad just did like the, he's the worst dad sneezer. Like, you know, like where it's like, it shakes the house. Oh, Scott does that. Really? I'm like, when did, at what age does this happen? I know. Well, I'm like, (laughs) and it's the worst for me because I'm the closest sneezer to him. Like my, I mean, I'm no, nowhere near as bad, but. Like, I'm not quiet. Yeah. I can't control it. But so they show funny, funny shot of Josh on the computer. <laughs> but um, it's Using Josh. Using bucks. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and there it's him, John, and Jim Bob. And they're looking up um, this steel frame house that they get. They get uh-huh. some steel kits. And I like, because I have no patience or I can't just stay chill I had to look at um the exact look and find the exact kit that they used which I don't think I could find it I think it's kind of obviously it's like 17 years old that Um, blew my mind that there was a make your own house and not not a make your own like gingerbread house kit but like a oh no steel (laughs) make your own steel like mansion kit Mm -hmm. literally and it's just wild because not only they got two and they put them together, mm-hmm. which kind of makes sense. Cause I'm wondering if that's, if, cause I was like, they kind of, I don't know where they would meet, but I think they kind of mirrored them instead of adding one oh. next to the other. I think they might've like done one on one, at one side and one on the other and like mirrored. 
Okay. But I could be wrong. I had no idea. Did you see how much these kits cost? I did. I think theirs was probably, um, I don't remember. I want to say like 70 or 80,000. Hmm. What did, did you look at any? No, I didn't look up the kits, but I just wrote that. Yeah, I wrote that they were, they were like on the computer looking at it and that it was literally a build your own steel house kit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and that Michelle was like, I'm really impressed by the steel because it protects against termites. Oh yeah. Although I will say like, I am very, to this day, impressed because they have that, like they have like the built-in mop and like water vac. Yeah. And I always thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So this one, I believe, so they bought two of one of the models and I'm trying to find this cost. Oh, okay. So a rough estimate is $112,000 basically, or maybe $113,000 for one, which, yeah. So now that's a lot more, but maybe at the time it was probably like 75,000. Yeah. Cause now everything has got to go up. Right. Especially at the time, people were probably weren't thinking about making them this way. But it also checks out because the website is like industrial for like garages and like churches. Because that's a a lot Mm -hmm. of churches are made of, or at least they have like a back building that has like, that's made of like a steel frame. That makes sense. And Mm -hmm. what year was this? I believe this was 2006. 2006. Okay. Yes. So yeah, it that actually was really good timing then on their part mm-hmm. before yeah. 2000, the 2008 crash and the way um Michelle describes the house makes it sounds like it, it's like a school or like a church yeah it's like it can withstand winds up to 150 miles an mm-hmm. hour oh, and yeah, like yeah. storms and you know termites and stuff I'm like okay that sounds like a school you know how you know during storms and stuff and I can remember my parents being like a school is the safest place you can be because you know anxiety and they'd be like it's the safest place you can be it's cinder block yeah she like really they they did say that for tornadoes and they decorate it like a church or like the school office yeah like all the browns Mm -hmm. and like cherry wood Mm -hmm. and then the the kitchen that was like true restaurant style Mm -hmm. yeah it's like they've never seen a kitchen before and so they're just like all right how about this restaurant but the industrial kitchen is really cool it is which we'll get to um then clark wilson enters i know i said rip clark wilson i just know that everybody's scared of him because he kind of scares me he was very a a very large man um he passed in 2018 he had 11 children one of his kids is very outspoken oh yeah yeah i can't remember which one i don't remember I won't go too into it, but I know one of them has come out and said a lot. This was funny, though. Um, Josh says that when Jim Bob first had this idea, he thought that maybe we could have this house done in a year. I know. I said one I was year. Like, uh, all right. Three like, kids later. Literally, literally three kids later. Yeah, not even three years. Three kids, three whole mm-hmm. kids. But and they're like, yeah, we'll do it ourselves. And even Josh, I'll give it to him. He was like, I don't know. That means the two of us, maybe John, are going to build yeah. this house. So I can't even imagine. But yeah, then he does go into like the jobs they have. 
Yeah. Um, so they also show Jackson like fucking playing outside while gosh. there's literal like construction. No, On not a outside. Construction site. He's he's Sorry, in a little toy car riding around in a construction site. Yeah. Um, Josiah and Joseph are doing plywood and steel. One of them is welding up on a ladder. And then they're all piled in the bulldozer riding around like it's a toy. And I thought they were pro-life. I know. know? How very pro-life of them. Yeah. And then I think they show, I think it was Jess or Ginger about drills a hole into her skirt. Yeah. Like right through it. But oh, and then when they're putting up the beams, the steel beams, and Michelle goes, see this, or he, and um Jim Bob or somebody's explaining it and like oh my explaining God, my how it's part. Done. And then Michelle goes, and kids, that's perpendicular. Everybody say perpendicular. Perpendicular. Shit. I was Although, like I think I, I think she meant parallel because Oh really? Oh maybe because she was talking because unless <laughs> She was referring to the nails. Emily, don't make me look stupid because now I got to go look it up now. The two pieces of wood. But Jim Bob said you want to put the two pieces of wood straight up and down, which is parallel. Yeah. And then she's like, now kid, like, like pops up out of nowhere. You're right. Let me get a little bit of school in here. Perpendicular is like this. Right. It's like a cross. Perpendic- mm-hmm. Perpendicular is starting from the middle going up yeah it's a nine degree angle okay she meant to say parallel of my course favorite she part did. all right you gotta reenact it <laughs> everybody say perpendicular perpendicular yep that's gold right that was one of those that's that's like one of those moments that like you have to that you just kind of like your soul goes back into or like your mind just kind of like comes back and it's like oh god mm-hmm. and then immediately around, like you're taken like right, right after this yes around this moment josh completely knocks public schools and teachers by being mm-hmm. like you know this is an experience that i can take with me which take with you where to prison yeah and then completely disrespects teachers classrooms all of that by saying like we're out here learning the real way we're learning the right way way more than you could ever learn sitting in a classroom somewhere yep a class he's first of all, he's never been in, into a classroom Mm-mm. also you're not you're not and learning he can't the right go thing. anymore He'll never be able to ever. No. And he's not even learning the right thing. He couldn't get a tutoring job in the library, allegedly, because he doesn't have a college degree. Yeah. I thought he had it and then got fired because he was an asshole. I mean, he got fired from the kitchen job. Oh, okay. I think you might be right. He got fired from the library job because they found out he didn't have a college degree, which he lied about. Oh. Yeah. So he completely disrespects and knocks all educators. I uh-huh. like we're we're learning the right way over here with our perpen- perpendicular. And- yeah, with our perpendicular <laughs> steel beams. Oh, and then they said every kid eight and up has a, their own drill, which mm-hmm. kind of shook me. Because right. I mean, I want to say I trust them. I don't know. I I'm not a good judge for that, but it just that just seems a little dangerous to me. A little excessive too. Every single kid eight well, and yeah. up. Do they all really need one? Well, they don't. Um, they almost look pretend. Mm. I'm like, how yeah. plastic? What percentage plastic? And is it battery operated? Like we have technology, but anyway, 
It looked I wonder like, why I wonder why eight was the number. Like the age? Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I probably because they're like, we're not gonna give Joy one. <laughs> I don't know. That is odd. I know. Um, then Michelle seems very overwhelmed. I know they don't do school very often, but Michelle seems very overwhelmed in this episode teaching everyone around the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, 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 she looks like very taken aback, like, oh shit, the cameras are here. Um, today we're gonna learn about the eye. So we graduated graduated from bankruptcy laws. Now we're talking about the eye. Like I'm not the, sure if it's like the letter, the ocular the, eye. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's the letter or the body part okay. of the eye. Um, okay. But there was an episode, a pretty early episode, where because the girls had like scrunched hair, and they it yes. was all about schooling or like schooling with the Duggars or something and Ginger was like on the computer learning and she was like I'm doing science not too bad I'm learning about the eye <laughs> it's so, like you didn't learn about it before it you're, still, you work, you're still on that unit it makes you wonder if they have a very small toolbox of like no this is what we're learning if people Seriously. ask it's like or it's like oh I didn't feel like getting your updated packets just use Jana's from when she was in that grade in that unit you know yeah just erase the answers and right put oh your own God, I bet that's exactly before like technology that's how they did it <laughs> if they even turn stuff into the state or wherever they had to do their- I think I looked up one of their diplomas once because I was curious and it, it was like Duggar the Duggar, Duggar Academy. Academy and it, it was of course just like bible study Mm-hmm. Um, oh god like the bible classes. memorization yeah oh christ bible study <laughs> bible memorization um they didn't call science science it was like oh jeez, creation yeah creationism no. creationism um and then, i like, saw a picture reading. of one today on reddit and it was mm-hmm. like highlighted in the little corner superintendent jim bob duggar oh my god or like he had like autographed he had signed where the superintendent space was Mm -hmm. that is so stupid and hysterical (laughs) but then they all like say all the kids say like their favorite um or what they're looking forward to and she says the kitchen which is cute because remember she wanted to be a chef Mm -hmm. yeah it was cute but then just and jessa says more bathrooms which they say they're gonna have nine bathrooms that's nice Mm mm-hmm Oh, and they show Ginger twice from like mirroring angles. They show her like, I don't know, from like the back and from the front or something like that. But then Josiah says he's looking forward to having a spot where he can hide. So no one will find him. And I would want that too in that family. I would, but also I'm like, how much should we have been concerned? I think so. (laughs) You should have run while you have the chance and stayed in that hiding spot. Yeah, ran and joined the circus. He would have, he would have flourished in a circus. He would have. Mm, I just know he's flexible. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. probably juggle and tell some jokes. Mm-hmm. And then we have some jurisdiction talk again. I don't know why they could oh, yeah. kind of just used. This I mean, it's the same as courting. You can't. Apparently, it's interesting every time. <laughs> I mean, it's just so fascinating. What, yeah, like what? What? What can they not do before marriage again? I don't. I don't mm-hmm. know. Oh my I god! Them the one first more time. time. Oh, they show so when they're like talking about all the stuff they're excited for in the bath in the bathrooms in the house there's like a shot of jill in the bathroom like washing her hands or something and i'm like Mm -hmm. i just know 
that's the first time she's been in the bathroom alone ever oh yeah and she's not even alone like, but Jill, hurry up yeah and she's like coming she's like I just know she's like can we do one more take just to have her privacy <laughs> you're like can we take it one more time from the top oh yeah and Jana was um in another shot they had Jana feeding Jackson straight from a can peas <laughs> straight from the can with a spoon not even a baby and, food not even a baby food thing. And he was eating them. I'll give it to him. Yeah. And then we get to know everyone's jurisdiction again. And what is Josh's jurisdiction? I have no idea. They're just like hypothetically. Because like it. Bossing and people around. Too, he's, he's never said. No. What his jurisdiction is. It's very telling. But neither has yes. John. Has John? Um, I mean. I don't think so. Well, maybe they're working with Jim Bob. Obviously, that's what they're doing. They're building a fucking house. <laughs> What's a bigger jurisdiction than that? Jesus. That's true. I guess that's their jurisdiction for the time being. Mm-hmm. Um, Jess is in charge of the laundry. Ugh. And I have trouble keeping up with laundry for two people. She's that's, what, 11? That's this like, point? yes. And she has to do 18 11. people's laundry. It's And only one washer dryer. She's going to be doing it constantly. It's insane. And Michelle had, Michelle says that she has to get up in the middle of the night to switch mm. loads, which made me really sad because I had to do that once um, just because it was the night before a trip and I procrastinated on packing and doing laundry. And I felt really sorry for myself um, having to get up in the middle of the night and switch laundry loads. So that's the worst. Oh, she has to do that like every night just to keep uh-huh. up. Well, I can see that, though, because, you know, she's probably already up with some kid or other. Yeah, with a baby. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sure her natural body clock at this point is, like, 3 a.m. She wakes up, like, in a cold sweat. Laundry. Like, these days, and she, well, not even laundry. She's like, who do I have to feed? And it's like, bitch, you're 57. <laughs> Good. She probably does. Or, like, what are we going to name this one? Yeah. Or just, like, any other anxious thought that she might have I can't even imagine how many things she has to not even that she does anything but you know just in general has to handle yeah probably a lot I'm so jealous of their industrial kitchen oh so amazing and they got it for such a good price but then at the, by the end of the time they were like by the time they explained it I was like oh it kind of seems kind of shitty I mean, it looked fine, but they're like we got it for such a good discount and it's like $11,000 of equipment that they got for like $1,100 or something like that. Oh, was that it? I, know so got it I don't remember. Yeah, Maybe $20,000 and they got it for like nine. I don't know, but it was just a huge discount. And I'm just yeah. like, I wonder, they've never talked about it, but like, I wonder if any of these appliances just like pooped out within five minutes. But because they said question. they got them at auction. Yeah. Not a bad place to buy things. I got a car, no. my first car at an auction. Oh, really? That's very Duggar of you. I know. And I want to do that. Yeah, it's not not a bad idea. But I wouldn't buy everything from an auction. No, like that's how they got all their vehicles and their clunkers. Yeah. Like you think they'd learn. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then not like after they just showed in a, uh, after Michelle's like, oh my gosh, this dishwasher can clean dish dishes it can clean dishes in three minutes 
like a whole load of dishes in three minutes. minutes and then Jim Bob's out. like, but you know, what's really interesting. This goodbye room. Yeah. What's that? Oh, it's and yeah. And they're like, what the fuck is a goodbye room? Say goodbye. Uh-huh. It's I where you go don't... for 40 minutes and talk and say goodbye. I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh, well, is that, is that like, um, just like a Southern thing? Like you say goodbye yeah. to someone and then you just Some, sometimes I think it's more just it? like, yeah, I think he did. And sometimes like I get it. They are Southern sort of, but something as somebody, we live in Georgia and we're not super Southern, but we live in a very Southern place. And I'm just so baffled that they think they're cowboys and like Southern and, you know, redneck and all that things. They think they're so Southern and cool. They literally live in the Midwest. They live in the Midwest. They are touching Minnesota or Missouri. I didn't realize how close they were to Missouri. Oh yeah. I think Hmm. I'm pretty sure I looked it up because I was like, not that it really bothers me, but I just think it's hysterical that they think they're so Southern and like, they sound kind of southern. They do, but it's like they're literally they're literally on the border. I never thought of, I never thought of it like that. I always like <laughs> yeah. And Michelle's from Ohio, although she's never really been that southern. Right. So we finally get to meet Deborah Demar, <laughs> the designer. Deborah Demar, the yes, the interior designer. Mm-hmm. I'm a little scared of her too. She was intimidating, but I loved her so much. Like yeah, I loved she was how- cool. Like she made everything fun for the kids. Mm-hmm. She was really sweet to the girls and, you know, made it yeah. really involved all the kids. Yeah. Although when she was like, what should we put? Like, do you want anything on your wall? John David wants quotes from the founding fathers. They all had like really boring ideas. Like, yeah, flowers. And then but- one, of, one of them that was like, I want to slide from the second floor to the first floor. And she was like, oh, I like yeah. that. She's like, finally, we're getting somewhere. Right. Which is actually like, a good idea. Yeah. Do you, do you somebody ever, with taste. Did you ever watch that show, PB&J Otter? Hell yeah. It reminded me of that. There's, oh, I was so jealous that. of their slide from the bedroom. Yeah, the yeah. I know. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. Right? I don't know how far away, not that it would be far away, but because I feel like that's the boys' bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. It goes down to the, like, the playroom. Yeah. That would be so, so nice. Cool. To like, inst- why would you go down the stairs when you can just do that? I wonder, do they still have it? Probably, but they, it, it never really showed them using it that much. No, I mean, they for like that room with like a literal playground inside, yeah. they hardly use it. No, well, I'm sure they did, but like they don't really show it much. So show it much. I know. I wish they did more. Oh yeah, and then Ginger wanted. Um, something about Little House in the Prairie, and I was just like, "Yes, oh, he's a sweet little child." The only show she knows. Yeah. Well, I was like, "That's a pretty interesting show." It's not. It's pretty. It's pretty dramatic. Yeah. Have you ever watched it? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's a dumb question. Why? I mean, (laughs) if I liked it, I know you liked it. Yeah. I still do. If it's on, if it's a good episode, they were really good. Some of my students are into the Laura Ingalls Wilder books now. Oh my God. That was like, I read those every night um, in elementary school. Those were my favorite. Yeah. They were good. They had a hard life, but. They, yeah. I just still literally like a vivid memory is, I can't remember if they were like celebrating a birthday or a Christmas, but they made um, a balloon out of the pig bladder. <laughs> 
<laughs> and saying that out loud is so fucking wild. But and I remember reading that and my mom being like, isn't that funny? And I'm like, yeah, that's hysterical, you know, as a kid. But I'm like, mm-hmm. what a fucking weird thing. I know. Pig splatter, a balloon. Like, how, what would that look like? I'm going to Google that later. <laughs> well, that's so funny. Anyway, you can find entertain yourself. Mm-hmm. How, I bet it stunk. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. Um, so uh, then they were picking colors for a little kitchen wall and Jim Bob was like oh we should get that oatmeal color and then yeah. when the kids because the kids like to put their oatmeal on the wall <laughs> mm-hmm. has Jim yeah, Bob so ever blends in yeah has Jim Bob ever cleaned oatmeal off the walls though probably not probably not oh oh my god Emily yeah oh <laughs> So I just looked up pig bladder balloon <laughs> and um, this picture came up and it, like the Google, like, you know, when it's smaller at first. Yeah. I thought it was Josh or I thought it was Josh. Uh, damn it. I thought it was Joe. I thought it was a Duggar. It's and it's not. But I was like, oh, my God, of course they would have. Googled. It's not. But it looked like it. <laughs> this is terrifying. I have to look it up now. Just pig bladder balloon. Images? Not e- yeah. And not even like pig's bladder or bladder. It's just pig bladder balloon. It is bizarre. Ugh. Ew. They look like real balloons. I mean, yeah. Ew. That is so sick. Just with veins in them. Ugh. It looks like, <laughs> ugh, I can't even. Well, that was fun. Mm-hmm. yeah well, that's a oh. great uh segue to something hmm. oh yeah not so hungry anymore though nope anyway <laughs> i did um, find a nice illustration of paw <laughs> love a good picture of paw <laughs> he got attractive as we go oh, yes he did paw was always attractive you just know yeah yeah there he was really but yes he handsome. Like, the older I get, the cuter he mm-hmm. gets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Uncle Jesse from Full House. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's kind of like a lot of men. <laughs> yes. Um, um, anyway. So Deborah <laughs> sends them to rooms to go to take pictures of what they like oh and my God, what they yes. don't like. And they literally take pictures of every kid in every single put-together room. And mm-hmm. like, like it's a game or something. And Deborah's probably like, God damn it, Duggars. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? I know. Hey, no. <laughs> well, first of all, they go to Layman's Incorporated, which if you're a true Duggar head, you would know that now they shop at like that Sam's Furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what it used to be. Or that's what it is now. Oh, it um, wasn't really was, No, it was called Layman's. Oh. Um, but yeah. And so they like literally took pictures of like just the most random shit. <laughs> there's all the kids like on the bunk beds and like none of this stuff even made it into their home they no. I don't know what what they were trying to do they're just like take a picture of this or I like this I like this I like this yeah. it's like kids in a toy store basically uh, it's literally like when I would go to camp with a disposable camera and <laughs> I would spend all the pictures on just like the walls mm-hmm. and just like here's my bed here's the bathroom and then you'd lose the camera and it wouldn't matter anyway but still I did that. But like too. 30 minutes later, you had no pictures left. Yeah. Um, 
So this whole time they're like, we hope we can get it done before Johanna, before Johanna's born, which spoiler alert, they don't. No, the house is not ready and the rental is getting sold. Oh, that's so right. So we're about to be 16 children and living on the streets. <laughs> that I would watch. Um, yeah, this transition was really weird. It was like taking pictures with the furniture and then Johanna's born and the house yeah. is ready about to sell their old one and then they're talking about like how like johanna is the be- most beautiful girl in the world all this mm-hmm. jill does not appreciate johanna at <gasps> all i wrote she needs to chill she johanna's goes, only like two weeks old <laughs> she goes hopefully if mama gets pregnant again it'll be twin girls seriously i'm like can you just ex- like please just appreciate johanna Johanna was not special enough for Jill. Apparently, she was definitely made up for it by being a menace. She was so interesting as a baby, though. She like was. As a toddler, she was fun. Her and Jackson were so funny. Mm-hmm. They were actually really funny. They were. I missed that mm-hmm. relationship. Did I feel like Jim Bob made that phone call and he was, I'm pretty sure, acting it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like pacing on the floor of his phone. Mm-hmm. Thanks like, to my charm. We got mm-hmm. an eight-week extension on the rental property. Yeah, exactly. And then um, what the fuck was Michelle wearing? She was wearing like, the, she, well, I mean, she was just like wearing a blouse, which up to this point, she really hadn't worn a blouse yet. It's mostly been skirts. I mean, it's mostly been dresses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A little more casual. Mm-hmm. I know. That's her working outfit yeah her working skirt mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> fire skirt uh, oh and then oh this just cringy excellent part where josh is like i even have my own av studio god no rugrats allowed oh my god that sent chills down my spine me too mm-hmm. it's so wrong on so many levels mm-hmm. oh but this was very much used against him like I remember on the court dates. As it should be. um, Because his lawyer argued like, oh, Josh isn't great with technology. Josh doesn't know how to partition a computer. Everyone was like, like Reddit, all the comments were like, no, he had his own AV studio. He said so. Yeah, like he spent, God knows what he did in that studio. That was his jurisdiction. was just locking himself in there and staying out of everybody's way. I'm playing on his sin box. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I lost my I, I also like the interaction between Deborah and Clark. He's so scared of her. I know. It's she's just wearing, she's wearing jeans and like bossing him around. And I know, and he doesn't know what to think. Their interaction was kind of awkward, though. Mm-hmm. It was, it was really awkward. It was awkward. He was terrified. He was like, oh, she's from New York. I don't know about well, that. Like he, a woman, I don't know what to do when a woman talks to me. But is it a woman, though? It's wearing pants. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, That was so cute when she made, when they made the model airplanes, though. They got, yeah. like, jo- was it Jim Bob to take them to, like, the store to get model airplanes to mm-hmm. decorate the boys' room, which yeah, I thought was, was kind of sweet. Maybe that's when John David's interest sparked. Maybe. Well, I could see that he probably got it's like hypnotized or uh, manifested by like watching that, st- probably watching one circle around every night, just like above uh, him. 
like a like, like a mobile for yeah babies. like a mobile <laughs> um why the hell would you get a family closet why can't you just have like a girl's closet and a boy's closet that just stresses me out because you know it's just never gonna be clean you're never to find anything no i don't know they all wear the same stuff but like right but i don't know yeah. Is, isn't there isn't there aren't there a few where like this stuff only fits one per like a couple people i don't know i know well and it's like why would you want to have to go all the way downstairs to get dressed right it just seems like a nuisance also that like violates their rules too like Mm -hmm. of like boys and girls changing clothes in front of each other that's right so they didn't really have that privacy there Mm -hmm. but i Uh, think it's i think that was maybe more of like a storage closet for clothes you know um, like if we're going to be wearing it this week we'll take it to the room did you watch or not (laughs) did you watch that episode of world's strictest parents with the foresights no i didn't i never watched why so i watched the whole entire thing um (laughs) tell me everything so austin's dad terry oh i did see i did see the clip sorry i do remember seeing a clip of just like the very beginning and somebody like I think it maybe read it but I think the top comment was like you cannot convince me that that isn't um, <laughs> that um the sister isn't Austin in a wig oh my gosh <laughs> I mean they are identical it looks very similar mm-hmm. um anyway you were saying Terry was so uh, like hardcore like like we get up and we work and like <sighs> very very fond of like, like the um idle hands or, mm. or something I forget that saying but idle hands do the devil's work yes yes so something like that you will not ever have free time or time alone and his rule was um and when the kids from the devil families came was you can't close the bedroom door unless mm. you're changing and it only has to be for like 30 seconds to change oh and that's God. it well kids they didn't want always doing stuff that took a little time right that's where but oh yeah but you know 40 minute showers are okay (laughs) just kidding yeah but yeah the the closet reminded me of that of like um just like the changing and the Mm -hmm. precise rule which I'm sure the Duggars had that rule too yeah I could see that I know I mean not to sound weird and gross or I don't know but I wonder um, how much the girls were comfortable changing in front of each other, you know, like to what extent and like, you know, how much they were willing to show. I don't know. It sounds, it's weird to explain it, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Cause what they were comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I kind of wondered that too, because they're sisters, like it shouldn't be weird, but they're a different breed, you know, their mm-hmm. families very different Mm -hmm. so um so we finally we get the first glimpse of queen cindy yes cindy i love her Mm -hmm. is she the wedding lady yeah and she's like michelle's friend from school however i don't know i mean she has to be way older because she's always looked 50 like she's 50 years old it has not aged if anything she looks young she looks younger like no she looks older She's, she's older. Looked, she's. I thought she's always looked older than Michelle, and Michelle's like, she's my dearest friend from school. 
It's like, okay, was she like the teacher? <laughs> like, she just seems so much older. Probably because she's lived a whole other life and like done more and experienced more, but. True. Maybe and not. Michelle just get, has babies all the time. So, right. And maybe it's like actual Sims where it's like you don't age while you have babies, keeps you young. That's true. Those mm-hmm. hormones. I literally have never feel like I had never seen that barbecue pit that they installed. No. Like, I don't think they ever use it again or if at all. Nope. Like, um, I wonder if it's still even there. I don't know. They might, they might have like people over for church maybe but but it's and it's so that is so like such an auction item too because it's just the most random like print and like build it's so funny though because I was like oh forgot I've literally never seen that before (laughs) and the gazebo too yeah the gazebo um but I feel like I have seen that I feel like they could probably like move that around yeah but they were all like piled in the gazebo and Jim Bob was like, this is about the size of the house we moved out of. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but they're starting to like move stuff in and like, cause they're finally done with the house and they're starting to move stuff in. And I think it's Clark or one of the guys, somebody's hanging a mirror mm-hmm. and they're, he's hanging it literally above the front door where it's like, a, you know how like some people have like kind of like loft spaces above the front door kind of yeah like you can't get to it because there's no stairs to it you yeah know, like it like a window space uh-huh it's kind of like that it's like the back wall of it's like the wall above the front door but there's no way to get to it so I don't know why the hell they're hanging a mirror was and Deborah you yes, Deborah was like take that down was, right now no she was <clears throat> she was like spearheading it kind of oh it was bizarre I mean, it, maybe it wasn't what, I don't know. It was just so, I'm like, you can't get there. Why would you put a mirror? Nobody's <laughs> going to be able to look at that. Yeah, I don't know whose idea that was, but. And it's like, it, even if we're a decoration, it didn't look good. Is it still there? Do they still show it? Probably not. I don't know. Oh. Also, they're like, this is our new pantry. It's a fucking garage. Yeah. I will say like. I don't know how to phrase it, but like when I have a garage, when I have a garage, I will be getting one of those like three, $400 ice chests just for like, just because freezers aren't big enough anymore. Right. And they have a bunch of those. And I was like, that's so genius. Cause when I worked at a school in the cafeteria, they had one for like, if a teacher brought, um, popsicles or something like it was filled with popsicles. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, that's, yeah. And they're really not that expensive. So yeah, yeah, I want one. But also I love that Jim Bob. So he's talking about the um cleaning stuff that they built in. And I think he calls mm-hmm. it like a plug and play vacuum. A plug and play? Yeah, I think so. It's like a plug and play, like, you know, like the hot or like the dry wet vac. Yeah. I feel like he calls it a plug and play but it's so weird um yeah so I've always been jealous of their hot, like their wet dry vacuum like the mop I don't know that's just me being a clean that was pretty clean. yeah it's pretty cool and like, like clean. their that main area always does look pretty clean I'll give them that mm-hmm. do you think they just, use it 
I know. Probably <laughs> a lot. Oh, I know. Again, that's like one thing for this thing. It's like, I thought, I can't talk. Something that I kept thinking throughout watching this is like, I wonder how long that lasted. I wonder how long that lasted. I wonder yeah. how long that lasted. How, did that get destroyed? So I feel like that could have lasted a while. But I could also see where like the second it like stopped working, they probably just didn't figure it out. <laughs> That's like probably I can see accurate. I'm just like not putting it as a priority to fix it. Yeah, I could see that happening too. Mm-hmm. So at one point, Michelle is like, Someday down the road, we would like to get the girls a piano or just like get a nice piano. So, of course, TLC, because it's for TV, for shits and gigs or whatever, they have to get them, which I'll give it to them. It's a nice present. But like, do you think they deserve that piano? (laughs) They surprise them with it at the end when they're moving in. I thought Deborah surprised them with it. Yeah, maybe it was her. I mean... Either way, I'm like, do you think, I don't know if they deserved it. I think they should have worked for it. I think so, too. You know what? They worked hard enough. I think the kids did. Now that I think about it. I think the kids deserved it. Yeah, they definitely worked for it. I don't know too much about if the parents Mm -hmm. deserved it. But but yeah, then they play a really screechy, never-ending version of Amazing Race. Oh, God, again. Again with the (laughs) Amazing Race. It was never It was so bad. And it was so bad because you can tell Josh isn't used to playing piano. Like, no, he was really struggling. You could tell. Which is hilarious. Always good to see him struggle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So then they start like, Deborah wants to decorate the kids' rooms in the upstairs. So Jim, Bob, and Michelle aren't allowed to go upstairs. Just the kids. And um, so the first, what they show is the boys' room. And again, I wonder how long the rope ladder lasted. I feel like it lasted a little while. Probably. Mm -hmm. I mean, with how, like, under control even their play is. I can just imagine them at, like, slap happy, you know, all hours of the night when, you know, when they're just so out of their minds, like, tired, excited, you know, for something. Mm -hmm. You know, just, like, boys horsing around. I could see them baby being born. Yeah. I can see them just hanging off of it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And, and I can see where it would just. But you know, it looked pretty sturdy. So who knows? It did. The boys' room was actually really cool the, with the rope ladder and the tunnel. But it was so ugly. Both the rooms were really <laughs> rudimentary. Um, the girls was at least a little cozier. The girls but, was uh, pretty if you're eight, but. Right, like, but not if you're 17. Not if you're 17. And I just thought about how later jenny cried when they painted over the horse i literally wrote rip to jenny's wall horse <laughs> she was so upset and she was like really nine yeah she was so sad which was heartbreaking that was really um, sad but i love how they so they show jim bob and michelle the master bedroom and i love how humblingly small it is yeah like that's like this is the whole house that you wanted but this is the only space you have for you and like, yeah, ha- and like the and, little the little tiny nursery and you know that that was just like a spot where like just the way the house is built it was just gonna be there and they're like <laughs> here's how we make it cute she's gonna die for this oh, and it yeah. was kind of cute um but I'm sure it was really small so then they show the girls room which is really cute they have those big sleigh beds which <laughs> yeah they look comfortable and they're like, finally, everyone has their own bed. Right. I'm like, excuse me, I need to see what you're living in before. 
Right. Because all I really remember is like the interviews they would do with just like on the bunk beds. It's like, okay, that's yeah. a bunk bed. There were probably like two, maybe three per bunk. Yeah. <sighs> the boys' room always makes me look, ugh, I can't. <laughs> it makes me cold. It like looks like it's so freezing in there because they have those just like clinical bunk beds, like those big metal bunk beds. Yeah. And like barely a mattress and like kind of a sheet, you know, like they literally slept with like top sheets. Oh, I didn't think about that. But yeah, I like camps I went to and my cousin's houses, they had those bunk beds with the metal. And I remember mm-hmm. that being really cold. Yeah. I remember well, that. And just like the mattresses there don't even look like mattresses. They look tiny or they look yeah. really thin. Um, and then they were, they never had sheets on them. No. They, hard, they regularly barely had sheets. Never enough blankets. No. Yeah, you're right. It probably was freezing. But at least, yeah, at least the, they, they were fine with it. Seemed fine with it. Yeah. And the girls' room was always nice. So. <laughs> and Michelle's reading them a Bible bedtime story. Did you figure out what it was? Um, I couldn't figure it out. No, I, I didn't even write down what she said. I just knew it was from the Bible. But Joy was wearing a bonnet. He was wearing a fucking bonnet. And that <laughs> it lives why. rent fucking free in my house. In my head. Not my house. In their house. And why was she wearing a bonnet? I don't know. And it was like, it wasn't like a, like a you know, silk bonnet. No, it was, no, it was Little a House on the Prairie. Little House on the Prairie bonnet. Cotton, like, sewn bonnet. I mean, she looked cute, but it's like, it's not 1832. And what even is the purpose of bon- of like bedtime bonnets? Um, I remember having baby dolls that came with bonnets. I think it's to not get your hair messed up. Oh. Yeah. I think. Yeah, to like keep it clean. And yeah. like, uh, you know, because back in the old days, they didn't bathe as much. Oh. You know, so they probably so they kept keep their, their hair their nice hair clean and tight. a different way. Mm-hmm. And probably to like keep from like, ugh, like like crawl like creepy crawlies. Ugh, I Ew! Just, I just grossed she was, myself out. Was she the only one? I think she was the only one wearing a bonnet in that scene. I think so. So I could see her being just like finding it and being like, "Oh, this is cute. I want to wear it." Mm-hmm. Wear this yeah, because then I don't like show them like getting in their beds, and I didn't see any. But I know I saw one girl was wearing a full ass dress. Like they're all in like their big, you know, t-shirt dresses, which are like they actually yeah. look cute and normal, like actual kids in their mm-hmm. little nightgowns. But one of them was just wearing a full dress, like big collar, you know, floor length mm-hmm. dress. So that was funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I tried to find. I mean, I didn't really look that hard because I had no idea what Michelle was reading, but I was kind of curious to see. But yeah, it was probably a, you know. Take on a Bible story picture. Yeah, book. kids' Bible story. Probably something really twist, not twisted, but like a story really reworked <laughs> for kids. Yes, you know, indoctrination. Yeah, got to start them young and yep, and their bonnets and their indoctrination. Yep, and then Jim Bob jokes about we got to make baby seventeen now, which actually does come along soon, along yeah. with eighteen and nineteen. Seriously, I mean. Like Johanna was born, I think in like 2006 or seven. Mm-hmm. No, 2006 because Jenny was 2007 and Jordan was 2008. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because I remember Jenny because that was like right before um their show started. 
right like, 17. like cause she was a baby like pretty significantly a baby when mm-hmm. it was started yeah I remember Jordan's birth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Josie but, what Jordan wasn't even one yet when no well because Josie, Josie was supposed to come in March and she came in yeah. December right it was wild so they're like I believe that was so so much longer I think so probably like just absolute torture to like have a literal newborn and trying to figure out your newborn and then you're pregnant like leaving the hospital you're pregnant again Mm -hmm. well that's when it's a sister mom to the rescue Mm mm-hmm well Uh and I don't know why it's stuck in my head but like one of the things I kind of remember and maybe it wasn't Michelle, maybe it was just somebody else, but I feel like this would be something Michelle would say is like, she could tell she was probably pregnant or about to be pregnant when, or it was time when like the baby that she was nursing was like not wanting to nurse anymore or like didn't oh, like the milk yeah. anymore or something. I don't know, something weird. I remember hearing that. And I, I okay. remember hearing too, I don't know if it was from her or someone else, but um if you're holding a baby and the baby it like goes to sleep right away or it's like seems really peaceful with you then it might mean you're pregnant oh i could see that for dogs too Hmm. like a dog following you around yeah that makes sense because they can like tell even if you don't know but yeah so emily what did you learn from uh, i almost said raising 16 children from 16 children and moving in i learned how I don't think they did school very much, especially during this time when they were building this house. Like school was very much an afterthought. I think it was an afterthought altogether, but yes, I believe. I, I mean, normally it's an afterthought, but during this time Definitely. when they're trying to move and build the house. Absolutely. Not, e- not even like on their realm of things to do. No, no, no. Also... When they didn't have like the actual kids that were probably needing school and could help with school weren't mm-hmm. around because they were all busy building a house. And then the ones that were left were helping Michelle just get through the goddamn day. Right. Anyway. Um, also how, how kind of an afterthought decorations and furniture were for the house, which mm-hmm. I guess it kind of should be when well, yeah. you're building it from the ground up. Uh, I'm that, sure that budget. Yeah, that's that's like where my first thoughts would go though. Is like decorations and furniture and well, yeah, because we're normal, pretty... right? Right. Um, but, but I mean, I didn't really realize. I guess like the house was almost pretty much built already, and they were like, "Oh yeah, Deborah, we need furniture." Yeah, and that's kind of funny. Um, and much... of course, the irony of Josh's AV studio. I learned well, that, that he was knows- never a good idea. It was never a good idea. I learned that he does know his way around a computer. And that's just, you know, further proof. Chilling. What did you learn? You can never have too many, too many children. It's like saying there's too many flowers. <laughs> no. Um, I, well, apparently I learned that um, she did not mean perpendicular. She meant parallel. <laughs> and yeah, I, did, I did, really did not learn a lot. You would think that I would, but. You can only learn so much from these people. They're not that enlightening. No, I mean not actual things. <laughs> by the third, by the third special that we have to watch them go shopping for groceries, you know, there's not much more you can learn. But yes, I agree with the AV studio. 
Yes. Definitely. I mean, that who was... has who has their own AV studio unless you are very into technology and, and computers? And... That is just like, that is the biggest red flag too. I know. Just his own little soundproof studio. I'm getting so dark here. I'm not trying to get dark. But yeah, that was just, that was just I think a, everyone yeah. had that thought though. Well, yeah. I, I remember all those comments, like everyone like watched 16 children and moving in, like he had his own AV studio and joked that kids weren't allowed in it. Yeah. But also I think that was just like supposed to be like his space. But yeah. He did not need, he needed full-time um, supervision. Yes. Because he, I mean, he had already been sent away at this point. Oh yeah, he'd been sent to alert. His head, his head had already been shaved. It was kind of had grown back at this point. And I don't think they had any safety guards that they claimed to have. No, at all. The safety guards were Josh. Basically, lives at this house that we're trying to build. And then once it's built, he. I don't even know if he lived. Did he even sleep in the boys' room? I bet he slept in the A suit. Well, he probably did. Or the AV studio. Yeah, I think he slept in the boys' room. Mm -hmm. Okay, so also one thing they mentioned was, again, the nine bathrooms. I learned that there was nine bathrooms in that house because I really can't picture too many, like, without getting too specific. I'm like, I know the one by the goodbye room, which I hate having to reference that, but that's where it is. Oh, It's, like, between the kitchen and the goodbye room. And, like, remember that little office that's, like, off the kitchen um, where Jessica gets, like, court pros old, too? Oh, the old pantry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's the one, like, obviously the two bathrooms. There's the one in the boys' room and the d- girls' room. And Jim, Bob, and Michelle have one. So that's only four. So there's five more. So I'm wondering, I bet there was one kind of by, like, you know, the indoor playground. I bet that was one. Yeah, there's one there. I think there's one, like, up. Well, I'm sure there's more on the second hall, floor. Yeah, in the hallway where... And, you know, maybe there was, like, two of each in the kids' rooms. There might have been. That would make sense. But, yeah, I've just... It's funny how as much as we've seen of their life and that house, there's probably still, still a lot that we really haven't seen as much of. I know. I want, like, a full a full tour of a kid running through and showing every, like, nook and cranny of it. I really, oh my gosh, that'd be great. Can you imagine like 50 years from now, somebody on like YouTube being like abandoned Duggar house. Oh Although I wonder who, who do you think will have enough kids to move in? If anybody would move in. Joe and Kendra. I could, I could see that. I could absolutely. Yeah. I don't even know why I had to ask. <laughs> and they wouldn't I, have to move far. No, no. Cause they're, and then their kids would probably live in the log cabin gotta be amazed i wonder if like i know they've ever lost a kid in their house oh i'm sure i feel like they have i know they have the whole intercom system though and they're they'll be like joy on down oh yeah (laughs) okay well that was um 16 children moving in and next time we get together we're gonna be talking about i think on the road with 16 children yes looking forward to that all right well I'll let you go yeah that was good